As a listener to Intelligent Medicine, you know that fish oil provides the vital omega-3s, EPA, and DHA that support your cardiovascular, brain, nerve, vision, immune system, joint, and skin health, as well as your inflammatory balance. My preferred fish oil brand is Vital Nutrients, offering a line of 11 ultra-pure omega-3 solutions, including soft gels, liquid, and enteric-coated options in a variety of potencies. Vital Nutrients even offers a high-performance and nutrient-dense vegan omega supplement option. Vital Nutrients' line of ultra-pure omega-3 solutions are held to the most rigorous quality standards in the industry, ensuring maximum freshness, purity, and potency. I use Vital Nutrients myself and recommend it to my patients. For more information and to order, call 888-328-9992. That's 888-328-9992. Or go to vitalnutrients.co. That's vitalnutrients.co for the Vital Nutrients line of Ultra Pure Omega-3 Solutions. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla. We're answering your questions. Questions come to questions at drhoffman.net. And uh, before we get back to questions, uh, let me remind you that uh, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, August 24th, which is when this podcast drops, uh, you are entitled to go to drhoffmanstore.com for 10% off and free shipping Today only, August 24th. That's drhoffmanstore.com. And before we get back to questions, I just want to share a, yeah. a story from uh, my trip to Iceland. So, you know, we had a wonderful time. We came back, got on the plane, and, uh, you know, so I'm getting on the plane, thinking, oh, you know, it's like it's a six hour flight. You know, what am I going to do? And, you know, I started looking at the movies. The movies uh, they weren't so good, you know, so they well, mm-hmm. you know, I'll read. Or I started writing my column oh. for, uh, for, for the newsletter, which this week is on exercise. Uh, in the wake of the triathlon, I just completed. So, uh, so you know, I'm, I'm settling in and starting to write, and I get the dread announcement, Uh-oh. which is uh, something that doctors always dread when they're on a plane, which is, if there's a physician on the plane, please identify yourself. We're on Iceland air. Uh, this is the second time this is happening from to Reykjavik. you? Oh, it's happened okay. several times. Okay. So, so I, you know, I go, oh, Red, and I and I you know press the you know the button that lets you know that you want this mm-hmm. flight attendant, and I'm praying that there's another doctor on board for whatever medical emergency is happening because because yeah. you know I'm a medical nutritionist I'm trained in internal medicine but like emergency stuff yeah it's a you know it's this is quite a few decades behind me so yeah so uh, you know I get up I walk over and then I see to my great relief a young female who identified, I said, hi, how are you? You know, and she says, yes, I'm an emergency room physician. I said, yes, because they know exactly how to assess yeah, medical emergency. Like that's right in their wheelhouse. So but you know, let me work together with you. So there's this guy there and he's an older gent and he's lying there moaning and you know, very groggy and he's covered with a blanket. He says, I'm cold. And we have no idea what's going on with him. And his wife is there. But uh, his wife says he never tells me anything. I said, well, what's going on with him? Well, he's diabetic, she says, and he's had like a heart operation. And then we ascertained there was aortic valve replacement. And then we ask for, you know, whatever medical equipment they have, mm-hmm. which is meager. 
and they have a blood pressure monitor we look at and the blood pressure is okay but he's going really fast his heart rate is going really fast mm -hmm. and we know he's diabetic so first thing is like oh well, maybe he's got low blood sugar so we like oh get some orange juice and we're like and then i go you know wait um we don't know what his blood sugar is maybe it's high maybe yeah. it's low we don't know yeah. so i said well to the wife i said you know let you know where's his glucometer she's oh it's in the cargo it's like oh no so <laughs> so so we don't know what his blood sugar is we yeah. don't know anything about this guy yeah they don't have like even you know like a one of those arterial blood gas things yeah. that you put on your finger like the most rudimentary thing they you know an apple watch can give you an ekg they don't even have anything you know there's this device that you buy for 99 dollars yeah. that you put your fingers on yeah they don't even have that on the plane mm -hmm. it's the it, it it's just i'm going to write him a letter saying you really need to up your game <clears throat> so we don't know what's going on. we're flying blind with this guy so I, I come up with this idea. I say, you know, look, this is a big plane. There's about 150 people on this plane. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe somebody else is diabetic and they have a glucometer. So I tell the, the, uh, the, the flight attendant and she says, come with me. So she takes me up to the front, you know, past first class. And, um, and I, I said, well, okay, so you're going to make an announcement. She says, no, you're going to make an announcement. <laughs> so I said, well, I've never, she says, here, she hands me the intercom. Uh-huh. And uh, so my first impulse was to say, you know, with like a thick... Welcome uh, to intelligent with medicine. A, with, a, with a thick Middle Eastern accent. <laughs> oh, no. Passengers, we are taking this plane to Tehran. <laughs> oh, no. You know, because it's like... Now, that will cause heart attacks. Right. Okay. So, but no, so I said, yeah. you know, I'm a physician and I'm, we have a diabetic patient who is in distress. And we wonder if anyone has a glucometer with them that we can use to determine his blood sugar. And sure enough, out of this, like a lot of people on there, a couple of people came forward with a glucometer. So oh we were my. able to check the guy's blood sugar. Uh -huh. It was sky high, it was like 370. And we, fortunately he had his insulin, we gave him some insulin. Uh, and then uh, we you know, kept checking his blood pressure, mm -hmm. which maintained okay. Then his pulse went up to 130, which was worrisome. You know, We were sweating it out. But finally his pulse normalized and so then, this, the flight attendant says, come with me. So she takes us forward again, and she knocks on the door of the cockpit, and the door opens up, and all of a sudden we're standing in the cockpit. Oh my gosh, you were in the inner sanctum of yeah. Iceland air. Yeah, and, <laughs> and the view is panoramic from the, and there's all these controls, yeah. and we're flying over Greenland, which is an amazing sight for, you know, wow. on a clear day. Uh -huh. You know, it's like this icy coast with glaciers and icebergs, you know, like yeah. they kind of sunk the Titanic coming off the uh, glaciers. And the, the uh, pilot, you know, turns around and he says, hello, my name is John Jorgensen. I am your flight, your, I'm your pilot. And uh, so what's going That's on with this? That's pretty good. <laughs> so what is going on with this patient? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and we said, uh, well, you know, you explain what's going on. He says, well, you know, the nearest emergency room is in Reykjavik. We have to turn back, and we said no, 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 no. <laughs> a little bit selfishly, uh -huh. we. But you know, but we thought you know he was going to be stable. Yeah, uh, he wasn't having a, an acute heart attack or anything like that, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh, you know he was breathing okay, and he seemed to you know, like he was going to make it. So we said no, no, but make sure that when we get to New York, there's an EMT uh, team waiting to get yes. on the plane, and sure enough, you know we got to New York <clears> and. Um, they uh the team came right on board even before we, we they said passengers you know don't uh, disembark yet the emt came and they took, took them out on a in a wheelchair 
And, you know, the rest Good. is history. Now, they took down our names, and, uh, you know, maybe I'm going to get a little uh, freebie. For, but they were so grateful. It was like, oh, would you like a drink? Would you like food? You know, and, and on these flights, it's kind of an economy airline. So uh -huh. they generally, they, you have to buy your lunch. You have to, and it was like, no, here's, you know, soup, sandwich. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> drinks, whatever. <laughs> uh, so that was my little uh, adventure oh, on the flight. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, and the airline is Icelandic? Iceland, Icelandic Airlines. Icelandic Airlines. Yeah. And you know they, they were very nice, but you know it kind of it's. And then the the uh, other doctor that I talked to, they said, well, then they they had this medicine kit, but it has all these medications that we would never use. Mm -hmm. You know, like atropine and dig, dig, digitalis and things like you know, like wow. they said, we don't use these things much anymore. You know, it's like uh, check the expiration but, dates on those. Was it like nineteen ninety three? No, no, yeah, I mean, <laughs> they, they, what, it's kind of a scam because they sell you the companies sell you this these kits at exorbitant prices mm -hmm. so that you're in compliance. Because God forbid, you know, even if uh, you do the right therapy, if if you they they look at the evidence and that there's an, a vial that was expired, it could be a lawsuit. So they always have them up to date. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well. There you go again. It's quite, it's so quite this, the adventure. I, I know of one other story I felt, where, I felt, where this I felt happened. Useful. I felt useful. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's yeah. good. But this this has happened more often you than know, that. More often, you know, and uh, other mm -hmm. colleagues have said that very often what they get is they get the agitated passenger, the passenger who wants to go to the emergency door, or the passenger who takes off all their clothes, or the passenger who urinates in the aisle, or the passenger who who grabs somebody's breasts because they're they're they they take. Uh, Usually, like uh, you know, benzodiazepine medication because of flight anxiety. Oh yeah, and they drink. Here's some Valium for your. And trip. then they completely lose Which it. Which potentiates it, right? Yeah, they, and completely they completely lose it. They you know they become like completely gone. So and then they 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 fight you. They have to be restrained. They have medication that's like sedative medication that you can inject people with to just you know shut them down when you put the uh, yeah. you know, the plastic ties on them and things. That's a, not an uncommon flight emergency. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why more people don't take advantage of the over-the-counter things like, um, like uh, 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 what's what's the one for travel for motion sickness? You just out of my head. Dramamine. 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 No, also bonine, but these also have a very sedating effect. And yeah, but it's so that they, could be enough. Yeah, they if, they if you're an anxious can be flyer. disoriented. You know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so All back right. to questions. And we have one about the clearly test, right? Yes, we do. This is from Bonnie. We, By the way, we did a podcast on the clearly test. Yeah. Uh, which was very interesting because it's a new technology that not only tells you how much calcium you have in your arteries, but what is the nature of the plaque that you have in your arteries? Yes, is which it, is important uh, information. Is it stable plaque or is it, uh, is it soft very uh, soft, friable, inflammatory uh, plaque that can break off and cause a clot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, over 11 years ago, my husband had a cor coronary calcium score of around 700. Okay. Shortly after that, he had an aortic valve replacement, and the surgeon decided to do bypass surgery on two coronary arteries while he was there. We've been told that as a result of these surgeries, he could not get an accurate coronary calcium score if the test was repeated. He's had major. Well, he's got stents yeah. in it, so it's the he's stents. He's got stents, so the that stents could be why. are going to, you know, show up as yeah. like yeah. images in that uh, <clears throat> CT. Yeah. So we're wondering, would these surgeries also disqualify him 
from the Clearly test. Well, so you got to ask the question, what's the point of the Clearly test in a guy who clearly, by the way, clearly is not spelled the way the word is spelled, is yeah. C-L-E-E-R-L-Y. L-Y. So you go to Clearly, Google it. Uh, you know, he has atherosclerotic disease mm-hmm. and he's already had a stent. So the only value to the Clearly test would be um, what's the status now? And then maybe we can undertake some He had a therapy. bypass surgery. Yeah. So oh, there are stents with the bypass surgery? Oh, he, so he didn't have stents. He had no, bypass. He had bypass. Yeah, I don't know why they, they say that the... I think that's it's erroneous because I think that, uh, you know, you can look at the arteries that have been bypassed to see if they have atherosclerosis developing in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I think some doctors just sort of talk out of their hat, you know, and... Or something like that. They don't right? understand. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the <clears throat> test would demonstrate probably the presence of some atherosclerosis in in, in him, mm-hmm. and it would be you know we can slice and dice it and analyze it, and then we can see if some things that we're doing slow the progression, or you know even if the total calcium score increases, the quality of the of the plaque may go more towards benign plaque. Yeah. So it's known that. For example, statins increase calcium scores, but they may stabilize plaque. I never thought I'd hear those two words together, benign and plaque. Yeah, yeah, well, more benign. More benign. I mean, less bad. Yes. Right. It's not an oxymoron entirely. Right, right. Bonnie, best of luck to your husband, who since has made major dietary changes, exercise, chiolic, vitamin K. I think it's it's a Mm -hmm. teachable moment. He can see what his arteries look like. And then maybe in you know two or three years, see if the efforts that he's making are uh, helping to mm-hmm. slow the progression. He's not going to make it all go away, mm. but he can slow the progression. Yeah. We've got a question. Well, is this a good time now to... Uh... Yes, it's a very good time. Well, it's always a good time for an opportunity for our sponsors yes. to share a message with you because sometimes it's very informative. So let her rip. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce the Plus CBD Relief line of soft gels. Plus CBD Relief is the ideal way to help promote a healthy inflammatory response. Plus CBD Relief is doctor-formulated with recovery-supporting ingredients, including CBD, CBDA, and Levagen plus PEA. Relief soft gels help address minor everyday soreness, support joint function, and encourage recovery following strenuous activity. All Plus CBD products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. And with a 90-day satisfaction guarantee, you have nothing to lose. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for Plus CBD's relief soft gels. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting our sponsors. So back to our questions. We have a question from Kathy, whose husband has the following question. Had a tibia fibula, fibula break about 10 years ago that put me in the hospital for four days. I have an apparatus that has a plate two-thirds of the way up to my ankle where it's secured by four screws. I'm 57 and a smoker. Oh. I do realize it's smoking heels, but realistically, 
Most of the world smoked 20 years back, and I've always, I always have trouble when orthopedists state that breaks will not heal, as, as that was obviously not a widespread issue before tobacco use became taboo. Well, that's, that's, that's actually... A, that's a rationalization. It, it, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Kathy's husband says, the apparatus causes constant significant discomfort. And my 21-year-old nephew, who had almost the identical injury, had his removed. Is this something yeah, I, I should consider at I 57 had, years I had old? I a, a ephemeral fracture, yeah. which is actually um, easier <laughs> to remove the device than in a tib-fib. Yeah. Uh, tib-fib is the lower leg. Ephemeral uh, is up near the hip. And mine was removed. And I'm glad I had it removed because it was when I was on my side. I don't have a lot of body yeah. fat in my hips. I could feel it when I was like feel doing uh, you know, certain exercises, yoga, and so on. Mm-hmm. So I had it taken out. Now, I don't know if it's desirable for her to have it taken out. But as to the smoking, um, you know, sounds like you're making a rationalization. A lot, of, it's, a lot of evidence is that surgeries are less successful in smokers because of yeah. poor circulation. And, you know, I just find it really weird that people would continue smoking past the age of like 30. Because I don't know why I, I don't understand why people smoke at all. Hey, well, I'm a former I, smoker. I I'm quit in '92, right. and and I get it. And yeah. but I I think back then I, I look at myself there as a who was I? Yeah, different person. <laughs> How did I do that? Yeah. yeah, no, you had a different attitude to your body. You know, <laughs> right? It's like you were indestructible, and you know, you just went at your yeah. body with a vengeance. And I, it was cool. Pulled all nighters. You did all kinds of crazy yeah. stuff, but. Uh, so, look, I mean, when you're this old and you're really dependent on tobacco, uh, you're not going to ever get off of nicotine. But there's so many ways to replace nicotine now. You can take nicotine lozenges. You can take nicotine gum. Yeah. I think the patch, yeah, some people... You know, some people complain the patch delivers too much nicotine. Well, you know, it's... it's Or they get jittery from it. It's, it's unregulated, you know, and when mm. you take the lozenges or the gum... Then you can take it like the like you would smoke. Like I feel like yeah. some nicotine now, yeah. and the it, nicotine is actually uh, you know potentially uh, not I mean, for sure not as harmful as smoking, and it's not carcinogenic, yeah. and it may have brain protective effects, and it certainly has uh, focus and, and concentration effects. Yeah. So I mean I'm all for nicotine replacement even for the rest of your life. It's expensive, mm-hmm. but you know it's it's uh, <clears throat> either that or eat a whole lot of nightshades. So you get the tiny amounts of nicotine yeah. that are in your tomatoes and eggplant. But then you'll get arthritis. Peppers. Then you'll yeah, get arthritis. Then you could. Then you could. <laughs> no, so. that's for, for a guy, person who's smoking a pack of Marlboros a day, you know, eating eggplant and tomatoes is not going to cut it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, you know, smoke some eggplant. A bushel of it. <laughs> smoke oh my some gosh. eggplant. Yeah. Kathy, best of luck to your husband. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, t- All but right. you know, see, it's kind of like, what this person's saying is that oh, in the past people did smoke and they still healed from fractures, mm. but not mm. as well. Not as well. It's true. It's true. It would definitely uh, cause problems with circulation. Most most smokers would have this problem. We've got a question here, actually, and a link to a, a study, an article. Is atrial fibrillation tied to low carb or keto diets? Hi, Dr. Hoffman and Layla. A study conducted by the American College of Cardiology found that people on a low-carb diet were significantly more likely to develop AFib than those on a standard diet. The study findings were published in a 2019 article called Low-Carb Diet Tied to Common Heart Rhythm Disorder. And here's, here's a link. 
As a person who has struggled with AFib for many years, I'd be very interested to hear what you think of this study. I need to eat a low-carb diet to control my weight right. and my borderline diabetes. Is this contributing to AFib? The answer is no. Because when I looked at this... You looked at the study. I looked at the study and I looked at... Here's the methodology. And this is where we all need to look first at the methodology. And here's the flaw. Right. Researchers... Just people read the top headlines. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. And that's all they... They don't and, look at the study. And they, they don't look at it. Researchers divided participants into three groups representing low, moderate, and high carb intake, mm -hmm. reflecting diets in which carbs compri comprise about 44% of calories... 48% of calories, and 52% of calories. That's a very narrow window. Where's the keto? That's a very narrow window. Exactly. 40% yeah. of your calories from carbs, that is not a low-carb diet. That is not a ketogenic diet. That is not what the study is about. Right. They misnamed this study. Right. And Completely. They, and they appropriated it for an agenda, which is that yes. everybody should be on a on a uh, <clears throat> low-fat diet, which right. is their, their bias. Right. Uh, so, you know, the the other point to be made is that uh, when you are on a let's say you are on a very high protein diet mm -hmm. with less carbs, what's the protein? Yes. It, often, if you look at studies that indict meat as a culprit in disease, often people are eating you know really luncheon meats and really poor quality meats. Yes. Uh, as opposed to grass-fed natural meat All of that. Uh, that is mm -hmm. rich in omega-3s and mm -hmm. you know, getting a significant contribution from oily fish yep. um, and so on. So, you know, I would say, I, I, you know, I gotta say, a lot of the studies out there that are appropriated to make people take action. Yes. Uh, you know, they're, trying to, they're looking for relevance, relevance, relevance. Like yeah. this, this study uh, has imp an impact on your life and your dietary choices. There, there, there's there's scant evidence that mm -hmm. they're for real, and yeah. you know studies out of China. I don't know how reliable is it. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. we're seeing more and more sham research. Yeah. it's being brought more to the fore. Yeah, by you know, and sometimes it's it's pay to play, and I think some nutritional companies are guilty of it. Is that they uh, pay for a study to demonstrate that whatever uh, they're pushing, it works. But the drug companies do that too, big time. You yeah. Know? And they deep six results that show that they never achieve publication, which show that their thing is inefficacious. Yeah. Okay. And that question actually was from Dormeen. Dormeen, don't worry, follow your low-carb diet because you don't want to the become diabetic. The benefits are enormous, are enormous, yeah. 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 So. We have, <clears throat> oh, we've got an email from Louise. Hi, Layla, Dr. Hoppe. Jeez Louise. Jeez Louise. I was listening to the podcast on food addictions. I believe I know two people who can benefit from Diane Schwartz's counseling. Okay. You, mm -hmm. you, uh, you, uh, you interviewed her She has her a new recently. book on the subject of she food does. addictions. Yeah. Well, I know two people who can benefit from her counseling. How do I bring up the subject to them without being offensive? Hmm. Well, you're the one who is the mistress of tact uh, because you have to, uh, so you encounter this kind of thing in your, your practice. Sometimes you may have to say, you know, because look, there's some people who say, I, whatever you say, uh, Layla, you know, uh, you just give me a program, I'll follow it. But there are other people who say, you yeah, know, I just can't seem to follow it. And they come back and they come back and they, and they say, well, you know, I binge yeah. out. And, and then you, you, you really detect that they've got some elements of, 
eating disorder like behavior. Yes. What do you? How do you broach like that? that? How do you broach that with them? Well, it it, it takes some. It, well, it takes some assessing first of all, getting mm-hmm. to know them, establishing a rapport. But I I think Louise's question is is a little more basic. When she says, "I believe I know two people who can benefit from Diane's counseling," it's how do you lead the horse to water? Mm-hmm. First of all, you don't. I don't want to give. I'm not going to give people advice who aren't asking me. Right. People showing up in our office are asking yes. for our expertise, yes. right? Yeah. So I'm not offering advice to anyone yeah. unless they're asking me for it. So you don't go by. I'm like, not sitting in you don't judgment. Go by, you don't go of by one of these saying, outdoor restaurants and say, "Look, I'm a professional nutritionist. Yeah. What you're eating is bad." Exactly, and, right. and you know you should. Exactly, it's terrible. <laughs> right, and it puts me in in the right. judgment seat. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. That's not that's not where I sit. So, but what practically she wants to help these people? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, how much? How do you? Yeah. Well, you know, well, she, you could. I think you know. Say, you know, look, maybe. Uh, oh, I've been gift listening. Her, gift her the book, or, or let her give, listen to the podcast. Let her listen to the podcast. Say, yeah. I I follow this this wonderful doctor, Doctor Hoffman. I listen to his podcasts. These are great. Check it out and, and leave give it there. Them the podcast and say send them a link. Yeah. Well, email them a link. And to say, complete the 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 uh, expression, you know, you can lead a horse to water. Yeah. But you can't make them drink. Right. right. And this is what we often see, because we'll, we'll have a lot of people who are like really delighted with our services. <laughs> oh, you know, my husband or my wife, you know, really would benefit from this. And I go, you know, you can lead a horse to water. Yeah. But you can't make them drink. They have to be all in on it. <laughs> exactly. You know? And they might even feel pestered by you. And right. Especially the closer your relationship, the more people get aggravated by Absolutely. it because you're 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 you've got a complex inner relationship yeah and uh they may feel uh you know it may evoke emotions of uh defiance and sure resistance yeah even toxicity yeah i mean <laughs> d- depending on on you know to to what to what extent right they're trying to push their their ideals on them so, so. so with with your husband yeah, yeah. You know, when he's a little off the you know off the ranch on the diet do you uh-huh. like scowl at him no Right. No. It's no good. He's human. You yeah. know, we all have our moments. I'm not perfect. But he eats very Far well. Far from it. He eats very well. Well, uh, yeah, he does. Over the last couple of years, especially, he does. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. you've had a profound influence on it. Yeah. Just by osmosis, by example. I, I like know. to think yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, Louise, thank you for that okay. very thoughtful question. So on that, on that note, yeah. you know, I think it's yes. time to uh, wrap up for today. Okay. But I just one final announcement. Uh, <clears throat> if you get a chance and you've listened to this podcast right when it dropped uh, today, uh, August 24th, many of you will listen to it subsequently. But if you happen to catch it on uh, Wednesday, August 24th, uh, there's a sale. And it's uh, at the last day of the sale today. Uh, go to drhoffmanstore.com for uh, access to uh, really high-quality supplements via Fullscript. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you, Layla. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. Reinvest in your wellness goals this summer with savings on supplements, August 23rd and 24th only. I'll be offering 10% off all products in my online Fullscript supplement dispensary. August 23rd and 24th, two days only, get 10% off and free shipping on my entire inventory of top supplements at drhoffmanstore.com.
We stock one of the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. It's the safest and most convenient way to purchase my curated supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast, free shipping and optional refill reminders via text or email. It's safe, secure, and includes world-class customer service. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com for 10% off and free shipping for two days only, August 23rd and 24th. That's drhoffmanstore.com. drhoffmanstore.com. This is Layla Mudin, RD. I see patients regularly along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.